we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. If you guys are listening now, pause and listen to part one first, because this is part two of a three-part Housewives Herstory recapping season five of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Once again, I'm with my co-hosts, Kevin O'Keefe and Camilla Pereira. How are you guys doing? Hello. I'm here. We're here to talk about a sober woman. (laughs) (laughs) Not Not the quiet woman from OC, the sober woman. She's recovered. Uh huh. She's not sober in this part. she tells us repeatedly. Yeah, so we are going to be dishing about everything to do with Kim. Kim Richards. Starting with the most ill-fated game night since Dana Pam Wilkie. Oh, gosh. I almost feel like Dana should start, like, should sign a contract with Bravo and just do game nights for them. With a few dice scattered around. (laughs) No furniture. Some random chairs. (laughs) World of Wonder is throwing out web series left and right. Bravo, give us Dana DPW's game night. What's Can you her? imagine she o- like she hosts like a like a brownstone, but for but for like really horrible game nights? Yes. It's like musical yeah. chairs is one of the nights of the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. What was her thing that she said in season in the se- next season? She oh, said, "I smoke a lot and I'm okay with it, and I drink a lot and I'm okay with it, and I fuck a lot and I'm okay with it too." Which a mood? Which yeah, yeah. summer 2019 mood. I already have it in my calendar. It's my mantra. I look at every day, every yeah. day. In the give air. her a diamond. <laughs> Honestly, give her a spinoff and call it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Honestly, give her like fifteen thousand just to like get her head above water. Just give her like a set amount of money to plan a party, and <laughs> yeah. she'll spend twenty five thousand of it. Can you believe twenty five thousand? There's a bowl of Hershey's Kisses and a and a really expensive sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, we launch into this. <laughs> poker night um, which we should never have game nights anymore nope. but we launched this poker night um, this isn't even the last game night it's the wildest thing it comes back in season 7 they do another one I'm like why do you keep doing this they will never um, learn Eileen is throwing this one and Eileen Davidson is a better a better coordinator of an event there's more food <laughs> even though she's hosting it at the Bates Motel according to Brandy Glanville <laughs> yeah or, uh, or uh, Patrick American Bateman Psycho. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we start with a couple different groups heading to so right. Yolanda and LVP do not attend this mm-hmm. event. Kyle and Brandy, still best friends at this point, are going over together. And then we have Kim. I don't even really know why Kim is going over with Lisa Rinna. It's got to be a location thing. Yeah, it must be. Do they live near each other? Maybe. Like, I, I, I feel like Kim lives in the valley. Kim's in and, Westlake at this point, right? Oh, yeah, I think so. And then Rinna is like on Mulholland. So it's probably somewhat on the way for her. Probably. I mean, production needs to save money somehow. Like, pair him up, put him in the car, (laughs) ship him out. Yep. But yeah, so we see Kim and she is gone. She's more blitz than I think she's ever been on the show in this scene. And I want to say, like, I think the drugs that Kim are on, I think one of them definitely is like an an oxy or like, I mean, it is a painkiller of some sort, like definitely. But there's also an upper that she's taking because she has that contrast of where she's like really down and she's kind of like, you're disgusting. You're you're fucking disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, because she plays this weird game that's not a game. The game is bizarre. The game is bizarre. Everything is bizarre and like very like aggressive like it's not right. like her normally she's it's kind upsetting. of like she's like yeah almost, which is like yeah. she's like uh, she's like on edge and she's like what you know it's very strange oh she, she admits later that she took a pill mm-hmm. a pill a pill take a pill and a visa i think she realizes that she's gonna be exposed as being off the wagon and so she's like on edge immediately, right? Yeah, like she's yeah. defensive immediately. And uh, and yeah, the, the game is not... It's game a is very weird good. game. And yeah. poor Lisa Rinna's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Plays along a little bit. It's very odd. It's very like... It, it's like out of... It's like very like... I feel uncomfortable in my own skin watching it. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. I, I literally thought Lisa was fearing for her own life during this situation. She's like, surprised. Kyle's going to come and eat my throat out, zombie Kim, style. Not Kyle. Kim, yeah. Oh, what did I say? One in the same. Um, you know, pile, pile. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bizarre. And then when they get to the house, it's not any better. No. And it's not like it doesn't it doesn't mellow out. It doesn't. Kim's not aware 
that she's like this and being around Brandy is just fueling this flame of I don't know if she's not aware I think she might be a little aware I think she's not aware of it in terms of like I did something wrong it's more aware of like these people are judging me like she she seems she seems keenly aware of the fact that I think Brandy has taken one approach which is to sort of like get as drunk as she can to like be on attention to be on the same level and Kyle is just panicked. Yeah. You can see, uh, Kyle looks white as a sheet this entire scene. Um, she's trying not to bring it up on camera because, you know, they have a history of bringing things right. up on camera that they shouldn't. Back back to the limo. Goddamn house. <laughs> You're a liar. You're a liar and alcoholic. <laughs> there. Now I said it. Now everybody knows. Lots of but now we said it. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of, uh, here, but now we said it. I yeah. was protecting you, Kim. I was yeah. protecting you, Dorit. We have all been protecting <laughs> you. <laughs> we could do a mashup of this. Yep. It's the new DJ club. It's the new and I oop and I oop and I oop. <laughs> Include um, Stassi's, but now we said it moment from this season in Solvang. Oh my god! Where she said, "Wow, wow, wow!" Carter sucks. We said, "Oh, I'm sorry." Yeah. We said it. I'm we sorry. Said it. We said it. We said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly, the cinematic parallels. Oh, wow, 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 wow. But yeah, so Brandy is getting pretty drunk. She starts to get really aggressive with Kyle. She mm-hmm. like is calling her dumb, calling yeah. her stupid. Kyle gets really shaken by it because I think Kyle's shaken up anyway Um, has to go to the bathroom at some point to sort of like separate herself from things Kim goes to talk to her at which point she admits that she took a A pill quote unquote a pill because Kyle literally says it looks like you're drinking Kim people are like it looks like you're drinking but this is why I say she's oblivious um, is because it seems like both of those times she's like was I? Does it look like I'm like, cause remember, isn't there a moment, maybe not in this particular, uh, scene, but like later where, where Brandy's like, yeah, when you first came here, you did not look okay. And Kim's like, I did like has no concept has no like actual awareness. I think she's losing blocks of time yeah. when she's un- like in these pills and by like mixing pills and stuff, mm-hmm. because I think she's like sedating herself so much that she's like kind of like out of it. Yeah. But then like whatever else she's taking that brings her back will give her like flashes of consciousness right. where she'll be like in it again, where she's like, like when she's attacking Rena. Right. Like I think that's a moment where she's very on. Right. Cause she goes hard at Rena. <laughs> <laughs> at which point, what does she say? She says, Rena says something like, Oh, she's like, Rena's like, Kim, there's children up. There's a child upstairs. And Kyle's like, you, Kim's like, why'd you call me? And Rena's like, there's a child upstairs. <laughs> Like that's what I called you. I was just trying to let you know. Keep your voice down. Eileen has children. Because like Kim is yelling at this point, and like Eileen's getting pissed Mm -hmm. at both her and Brandy, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then Kim really exacerbates the situation after she comes back from the bathroom and tells Brandy like Kyle made me uncomfortable, which like. The whole thing is Brandy thinks she knows the right way to do this, right? We find out yeah. once the fight actually happens, she thinks that Kyle has not been helpful with Kim's situation at all. <laughs> I know how helpful you've been, <laughs> yeah, no. and that's zero. It's like, I, the, but I also don't like the fact that Brandy's like inserting herself in like yeah. the sister's drama. I really don't think it's her place. I feel like she thinks she's this like knight in shining armor saving Kim right. from... Kyle in the situation. And she's not taking uh, into consideration the fact that the way these women have been trained to deal with problems, and especially this problem, is to not address it. And also not address it on camera, which you also talked about. Like, it's just, you can't, the the whole issue, this, this drama between the sisters has continued because Kyle exposed her on national television, and then that led to Brandy uh, accusing her of being on crystal meth. And then that led to people uh, in whatever Paris thinking that she was uh, using again. And, but she really had just overslept. Like she's very like sensitive about this. Doesn't want anyone to talk about it. And we'll see it later, obviously in the season too. Like she just doesn't want people to talk about it, even though it's like, you're on a reality show. Like you have to explain for things like that are weird and that are odd. Right. But Kyle and Kim's way of dealing with things is to sweep it under the carpet, pretend like it's not happening. So Kyle is acting in a way where it's like, okay, maybe if I don't actually outwardly address this, they might not even have anything to use. Right. Like maybe they can cut this out. Maybe it can just be, you know, we can sweep it under the rug. It can be It's overlooked. just a small little scene. It's not a big yeah. deal. Right. She sees saying something like, have a slice of pizza before you leave, which is what she winds mm-hmm. up saying as inoffensive. Yeah. Whereas Kim, I think is in her head at this point and sees it as deeply triggering. Yeah. So Brandy to her credit does recognize that like 
Kim is Kim's condition is worsening because Kyle is triggering her. Mm-hmm. And so she has what I think is not the worst idea in the world, which is put some physical space between the sisters. Right. Unfortunately, that's not what Kyle needs in that moment because Kyle has now entered like mama bear mode and is, is being really... Um, She's aggressive to get to Kim and to get mm-hmm. Kim from Brandy. Right. Yeah. She really wants to like protect her. Right. Um, but this results in a little bit of a physical altercation where at one point Brandy has her hand up to try to stop uh, Kyle and Kyle sort of like swats her hand out mm-hmm. but has like a spiky bracelet <laughs> on so she cuts her and then Brandy retaliates on that by like physically shoving her, mm-hmm. dropping the pizza a dark <laughs> moment in Beverly Hills history. Where's, where's my pizza? <laughs> oh, it, I dropped it back there. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um... Kyle and Kim try to have a conversation outside mm-hmm. alone. Brandy won't leave them alone. Eileen and Rena get involved. It gets worse. Vince Van Patten is <laughs> creeping in from the back. Just looking. Peeping Tom. Peeping looking Vince. In, looking in. Um, but yeah, and then Kim gets pissed at Rena for talking about what happened on the car ride over, which like, I think she thinks that it was in more detail than it actually was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it actually was just like... I think it was passing, just like an like, offhand to like, hey, yeah. by the way, your sister was a little weird in the car. Yeah. Which like, how was she Rena. okay? Yeah. Like kind of thing. That It didn't seem uh, like, like, I don't know, like it had any other ulterior motive or anything like that. It seemed really genuine. Just, yeah, genuine. I think, I think Lisa Renna is genuinely concerned about mm-hmm. Kim because in her confessional even, she's like, I've only ever known Kim as sweet and nice and caring and kind and seeing her like this, something's wrong. Yeah. And I think she was very valid in her feelings and her right. ideas. That changes a little bit over time and we'll get into that. Yeah. But yeah, but this this scene does very much change the dynamics of the cast because yeah. like now Kyle and Brandy have completely separated yeah. from each other. Um, Rena and Eileen are now pretty anti Kim and Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, and LVP and Yolanda aren't there. Like yeah. this starts to sort of cut them both out of the primary action. And yeah. now they're the ones who are like hearing things secondhand. Yeah. I think we were saying like off, off mic or whatever, off podcast that it's like almost like their armies are battling without them being mm-hmm. there. It's very like game of Thrones. Where it's like, I'm going to send you guys into war <laughs> against each other while we're like doing our own thing. And then it's like, they hear like what happened on the battlefield. And also interestingly, I think what this does that other seasons haven't been able to do necessarily is now the new girls have a lot, like have been like quickly kind of welcomed into the group. Like they're, they've, they've kind of been uh, ingrained into the group. They now have this like history that the other women who are like veterans, let's call them didn't have, they didn't experience that. Now they've, they've kind of like, you know, gone fast forwarded a little bit to like, be more relevant than they may have been if they were yes. a Hoise, let's say, or right. a Carlton. So, or even somebody like Teddy from a recent yeah, season. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I think this season does a really good job of mixing the historical with the contemporary, mm-hmm. where it's like Kim's addiction issues are an old, old story. Sure. But they're in this very new light of like this conflict with Rena. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, let's talk about Kim's sobriety a bit. So um Kim and Brandy, obviously we've talked about, are now the mm-hmm. BFFs of the season. Kim is also very close with Yolanda. Um, that feels manipulative to me. Yes. Just talking about my feelings about Yolanda 100%. in general. Also, remember, like, this is the thing about all of them that's so strange is, like, they were not friends. Like, they were, in fact, enemies. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kim was furious at Yolanda because for some reason sh- uh, doing the cleanse was against her religion and Yolanda wanted her to do the master cleanse with her and also, like, like claimed that um, Yolanda was was insinuating that Kim was back to her old ways by being late because Yolanda and Kim through production had a, had scheduled something and Kim didn't show up. And so that was like triggering. So they had conflict. Brandy and Kim obviously had conflict. Now they're all friends and it's so weird. And, and the, and it's not just like they're friends, like they're okay with each other. Yeah. We've moved forward the housewives trope, whatever. It's like, Kim and Brandy are best friends, like dangerously codependent. And it's really like, in my personal opinion, the worst possible thing for Kim's sobriety, for Kim's like just general well-being in her position. Like she's got Monty, she's got, you know, her daughter's getting married. There's like all these major life events that are stressful. Yeah. Like this is the worst person you can have. Right. Uh, And just the worst timing. Yes. Like. Yeah. Maybe if it was different timing it could be different, but it's just like 
This is not who you need around you at this current moment. Right, while your ex-husband is dying. Yes. <sighs> and the thing is about like a Brandy and Kim, and I just want to say, is I think Kim mirrors Brandy a lot, and I think mm-hmm. that's part of their relationship, is that she wants to kind of be Brandy. And we see this like going back to Poker Night, where... Brandy like attacks Kyle Richards for like not being stupid and not being able to play poker. And then uh, Kim does the same exact thing to Rena just in like a louder space. Mm -hmm. So I do kind of feel like, like you're saying like it's not a good situation, but I think it's even more heightened because she feels this weird, like, like we, I think we've said before codependency with Brandy and it's just, it's bizarre. Totally. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So the pressure of the Monty situation, the pressure of her daughter getting married, like just, adds up to be a lot for Kim in this moment. Um, I will say at this point, Rena seems genuinely happy to see Kim like thriving on the up and up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like she seems good. Um, It's, it's a couple different issues happen basically back to back right before poker night. We actually have a wine tasting um, at this spa and where exactly was it? We didn't really get a clear, that's a good question. They're not, they're not that far from Eileen's to go to Eileen's for poker night after, but she no. lives in Malibu. So I guess. Probably, I can't remember. They're probably like an upper Malibu area or like yeah. Thousand Oaks or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Somewhere, somewhere there. Um, I don't understand why the other women bring them to the tasting. They're, they're ta- the excuse that Kyle uses is like that they thought it was going to be like a pairing of sorts, mm-hmm. but A, that's an entirely different a pairing is not a taste. Yeah, yeah. And two, even if it was just a pairing, like if the whole point of the activity is wine, it feels like a bad thing to bring your sober sister to. Yeah. And Kim says she, you know, can handle it and, and steps out when she feels like she can't handle it. But like Kyle is so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. LVP and Rena like go up to Kim and say something. It just feels like a lot of focus gets put on her sobriety all of a sudden. And I think it absolutely does lead into what happens at poker night, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think probably production set this up as almost like a way to kind of instigate this storyline and bring it back because maybe they saw the struggle with Kim. They saw Kim with Brandy and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, let's just kind of set this match and let it see where it plays out. And honestly, it blows up into one of probably the most heartbreaking, I think reunions that I've seen between sister and sister. Oh, I mean, we'll get into the reunion next yeah. part. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that one is, oh, but yeah. So, so at this point now there's a clear fracture between Kim and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, God. All right, I have to rant for a minute. (laughs) Kyle fucking Richards (laughs) decides to throw. Oh my god, I'm I'm gonna just yell through most of this. um, Throw a gay party because she says in Beverly Hills, all of the women there have their four or five gays. Those it's like a it's a hot accessory. She treats them like fucking dogs that like are like meant to be paraded around. So she's gonna throw a mixer for her gays. Uh, One of which is Justin Sylvester, who is now on like E Daily Pop. Yeah, he made the the come up. Lisa's is uh, Lawrence from this. What what happens at the Abbey? Oh yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So random. Um, Like one of the only gay people on What Happens at the Abbey. (laughs) What what Uh, housewife do I need to attach myself to get invited to one of these parties? (laughs) Please don't do that. I'm joking. I'm joking, Uh, Kevin. But I will say that I will say this though: if you went. You could meet some men and they could keep you off grinder. Ah! <laughs> Stay off the grinder. I know, I know, Why is that a bad thing? I know, she, I know she just means it inoffensively and in a cute way, but like that reinforces stigmas of like grinder being this thing that's like, or apps being this thing that's like a nasty thing mm-hmm. that gay men do, like that straight people have to be the saviors to keep them off that. Like it really is. And like the number of, Men and gay men in relationships, I know who are still on Grinder because they're in open relationships. Like, it's so for as fucked up as Bravo's gay representation is in general, which is insane for a network like Bravo. This to me is like the dregs mm-hmm. of it. And obviously, like, we've seen other housewife shows do this years later. Yeah. Nini would throw her girls, girls and, gays, and gays, never forget <laughs> white party, sweet seafood soiree, hashtag shade, honey. Okay, six different the, long, the longest name in like housewives history. It's so good. Um, but seafood yeah, but, but even at that, even at that party, it wasn't as insulting to me as this was because that mm-hmm. was like, all right, let's get girls and gays together for a party. It wasn't like yeah. I need to set up my gay friends so that they'll stop being sluts, which is effectively what Kyle is saying. I honestly. It's 
think, so gross. I think this was all the idea of that white haired gay that was like working <laughs> in her shop and he was like, I need to get laid. I'm going to talk to Kyle and get this party going he, for I me. I think he wanted to get taught by Mauricio. That's probably what was happening. <laughs> well, you know what? Mauricio is Kyle's as we saw in the, yeah. in the <laughs> intro making out with Kyle. Maurice. Planes and yachts are nice, but my happiness starts with Mauricio. Mauricio. <laughs> in that bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Mauricio. <laughs> um, so Kim has the Kim has the brilliant idea. Uh, so, so at this point, we've seen a really interesting scene, and I want to get into this a little bit when we do our games. Um, of uh, actually, I think I deleted this from the game, so let's talk about it now. So, uh, but yeah, uh, she has this really interesting idea. Uh, we get this really interesting presentation of Brandy and Kim talking after Kim has been in the hospital for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know you want to talk about the hospital thing. We'll talk about it in a second. We'll talk about the hospital. Um, let's, let's not talk about what you don't want out. Uh, um, we have a scene in which Brandy is talking to Kim in real time. And we also get a flashback scene of Brandy talking to Kyle. And the scenes are like interwoven mm-hmm. together. We're like, it really paints Kim as kind of a sociopath. Cause she's saying like the opposite things mm-hmm. to each of them. It's like, yeah. you're my best friend. You're my best mm-hmm. friend. Like it's, it's, a really damning portrait of Kim mm-hmm. Richards and I love it. It's so untraditional and weird and cool. Um, but yeah, you want to talk about the hospital thing. Let's talk about that real quickly. Yeah. Cause so, you think there's holes in the story. So basically Kim, the reason she took the pill was cause she was in a lot of pain and then she goes to the hospital for, I mean, eight days, five days, seven days. The amount of days she was in the hospital keeps changing. She had a hernia when Brandy literally straight up asked her, what's a hernia? Oh, you know, I was in the hospital. <laughs> it was her. We don't need to talk about this now. Like, it's just like, okay. Like, anyone can see that she's making this up. If she was in the hospital, she went to urgent care or the emergency room was like, I'm I'm feeling weird. And they're like, okay, well, here's an IV. We'll let you sit here for 30 minutes to you like four hours. You got, you got a hernia. <laughs> what's a hernia? Yeah, no, we don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> It's like, okay, who are you, Brooks? Like, this shit is coming out again. Like, I'm just saying. I think she was lying, which is, I understand she was in the throes of her um, addiction. She was, you know, not going through the best time. I understand why she was kind of trying to hide and make excuses. But at the same time, like, uh, I need the medical records. I need them. I need to MKE this. Detective Megan King Edmonds. I need to know. But, like. I called the hospital. I call, I call, I, they, don't, you, they don't do imaging scanning there. Yeah, what well, was the thing called? Uh, cat scan. Cat scan. Well, Renee calls her out at the beginning and is like, so how many days were you in the hospital? Yeah. And then she gets the amount of days wrong. And then that's when it's mm-hmm. like, okay, like this bitch is making this up. It's almost as fake as Yolanda's um, disease, but that's not neither that's here nor there. neither we'll here nor there. Eddie said that. It's not <laughs> the views of Hot and Bravo. Did you all see that tweet yesterday? <laughs> that was the audience at the first ventriloquist show, and it was just the clip of everybody going, who said that? Wait, at the what? At the first ever ventriloquist show. <laughs> <laughs> like, who said that? so good. so good. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't think Kim was in the hospital for as long as she said I don't think she had a hernia I right. don't think if she was in a hernia she would have been bedridden for more than a day four or five days yeah yeah so yeah so um, Kim is out of bed in enough time to come to this <laughs> out of bed in enough time gay party <laughs> Brings Brandy along with her idiotic decision. Kyle at first is just going to sort of like do the play, nice mm-hmm. kissy kissy, you know, all that. Um, <laughs> we, but the, can we talk about Brandy's gay though for a second? That almost has enough screen time as her friend Jennifer, the addiction her expert. house guest. Okay, he does he bug anyone else? Yes, he bugged me bit. so much. I felt like he was trying to be a housewife the entire time and insert himself in his goddamn lips. <laughs> I Why love don't you blow lip. up your lips some more? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love a good riddle lip. But that man, Brian, what was his name? He didn't bother me that much. I sort of hated him. Really? There's re- something about this reminds, air about him. He reminds me a little bit of the like non-Dwight gays on Atlanta, where like they oh. really, once they lost Dwight, they kept trying to bring in more gays, <laughs> and it was just like, no, they're all bad. <laughs> Dwight was great. Everyone else, like Lawrence, oh my God, I like- Oh, Lawrence. Always oh. hate Lawrence. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. um, yeah, it's just like- in a similar way to Housewife shows should not be about the kids, Housewife right. shows should not also be about the gay men in their lives. Because, right. like, we're here to watch the characters we know and love. Bitch, we had the A-list. It didn't last. And I'm fine if they want to make effectively a gay housewife. Like, I've always yeah. been a big proponent of Adam Rapon joining um, 
Beverly Hills because I think he would be sort of see a, the Anastasia guy. No, uh, oh. the figure skater, the Olympic figure skater. Oh, Adam amazing! Because he's a big fan of the Housewife shows. I think he would he's be. He's not an, young. Too young. He's the same age as Megan King Edmonds. Well, Everybody's, they want young now. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, yeah. Porsche's the queen of yeah. RHLA now. Yeah. Teddy's not going anywhere as much as we might Somehow want. Somehow, Tinsley might still old. He looks so young. Uh, no, he was 28 when he was in the Olympics, and it's been a couple years. So he's still, wow, you know, really? Oh, he wow. does look younger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, when he was in the Olympics, it was very much like he was a little too old to like uh, it, his age was a storyline of the olympics that it was like this is probably gonna be his last time and all of that which is why he's now a youtuber as every gay olympian must eventually become but he shout out to tom shout out to tom daly and a youtube channel um so yeah so the big issue and i would say this is an issue all season mm-hmm. is that the women just sort of can't stop talking about the thing that went wrong so like they can't stop mm-hmm. talking about poker night so like even though brandy and Kyle have sort of tried to fake it at this point. It just doesn't stop. It doesn't go away, which eventually leads when Brandy uh, Kyle like, comes up and like fake apologizes to Brandy. It's not a real <laughs> apology. Uh, Brandy calls it out as a fake apology. They fight right in front of Kim. Kyle is insistent that Brandy's trying to get in between them. Kim then defends Brandy, which she does a lot this yeah, season. Yeah, the, like, mm-hmm. the whole season. Yeah, you're lying. But Kim insists she's just defending herself, which like is blatantly untrue. It's just wrong. Brandy insists she was invited to the party, which is great. Apparently, like Kyle planned the party in front of Brandy, which I don't. I'm fully split on this, and I want to hear what you guys <laughs> say. If you plan a party in front of somebody, but then don't explicitly invite them after, are they invited? Yes. Yeah, I think. so. I say no. Okay, you can't do that. But I okay. think you you can't. I think it's plan. tacky. If you plan, yeah, it's definitely, ta- I mean, but ugh, I don't know. I just feel like but you But their relationship it- had changed since that plan was hey, made. Hey man, if it were me in, in Brandy's position, I would never have shown up. Right. But I feel like at that point, I don't know, like, it's just weird. I don't know. I guess not. Personally, I, I as someone who is an event planner, courtesy of DPW <laughs> Event Planning in School 101, um, of Daily Pamulke. Um, I think it is extremely tacky if you invite or mention a party in front of someone and they're not invited. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not I, disagreeing that it's tacky. No, <laughs> but and I, I do think that Brandy had a right to be there if she, it was mentioned in front of her. And I don't think Kyle had. I think it's very rude. And I mean, you know, they are going through a tiff. But if her sister wanted to bring her, she should be like, OK, you know what? You knew about the party. Kim wanted to bring you at this point. I'm just going to let it go, which she tries to do. Sure. And, and at this point, what really should happen is that Kim should have given her heads up. I yes, love how Kim's, 100%. Brandy's even like, is it okay if I go? And Kim's like, no, it'll be fine. Kyle will be fine with it. Yeah. Like, just, just like, and I'm like, no, Kyle will not be fine Kim's with so it. Because Kim's so fucking selfish. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and we, disconnected and just like so oblivious. Yeah. We get a, a bit of a fight between Kyle and Brandy in which <laughs> Kyle says, you're not wanted. And Brandy responds mm-hmm. with, neither are you ask your husband. <laughs> which, whoo, honestly, the pipe and hot. I loved that. Brandy has a lot of really good reads this season, especially in the reunion. She's good at that. That's what kind of is like exciting about Brandy. And that's why, like, I think we were. It's when in the reunion, I, she says who Andy asked her who should be fired. And she says, Eileen (laughs) and Eileen responds with, what do you, she said, I don't think Eileen brings anything. Eileen says, what do you bring? And she says, conflict. Yeah. That's what she does. She does. Yeah. And Eileen can't respond to that because I think that there's something in Eileen's brain that just doesn't 100% get reality TV. Yeah, yeah. And like, I still think she was a good character and all of those things. I think she legitimately thought she was in a soap opera mm-hmm. uh, well, once again. She, she kind of was. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, she just doesn't get that like Brandy is instrumental to a show yes. like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Rina and Eileen start to talk, talk about the issue after Kim and Brandy have stormed out. This is where Rinna starts to get aggressive. That yeah. like Kim is an addict. Back off the wagon. I wonder who fed her this information. <laughs> um, says everyone's enabling her, which also like feels like a read of Kyle to Kyle's face. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Rinna meets with Brandy to get to the bottom of the situation and figure out like, do we need to have an intervention or whatever? Which is a very mm-hmm. a meeting that does not feel very important when it happens, and then winds up being. Maybe the most important scene of the season. One of the biggest yeah. because, yeah, it's like, did Brandy betray you when she said those things? Yeah. What do you, okay, let's, before, I mean, we're going to talk about this more in the reunion, but do you think her excuse of like, no, I was saying we all need rehab was bullshit. valid? We all need an intervention. Yeah. Bullshit. Um, bullshit. I think that was a very clever thing for Brandy to yeah. say. Yeah. I think that she got plausible deniability on 
being able to say, no, I never said you were the one who needed an intervention, mm-hmm. but she knew what she was clearly saying. Yeah. I, I agree. I think she, she, she was basically saying, yeah, we all need to be there for Kim's intervention because she even said she was worried about Kim after poker night. And she talked about her to Jen, Texas Jen. I think yeah. her name is Jen. Jennifer, the, um, addiction specialist, addiction specialist. as opposed to You're, Jennifer Weiner yeah. <laughs> or Jennifer. Uh, what's her name? Aiden. No, from New York. No, no, no. Three. What's her name? Oh my God, the event planner, right? Yeah, the event planner, Gilbert. 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 Thank you. Awful woman, trash. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, like, I don't like addiction specialist Jennifer either. I feel like she's always trying to stick her. I love how she's the... like, you worried me so much with your Texas <laughs> last night, and she, and she says it again, and then Brandy's like, Texas is a state, honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one deranged scavenger hunt across the city later. That was, I, that was infuriating. I was like, Yolanda, what the fuck? Yolanda's okay. like, Billy Crystal loved this one. He said he did it for his wife's birthday. And I, I was would like, have loved that. I hated it. Oh my God. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. When I was I- like, allow them to take modes of transportation. Yes. I don't mind all the other shit. Docking but like, all the points for that. Literally like having them in like uncomfortable shoes, having them running across Beverly Hills for four hours. I mean, okay, first of all. For the, 29 hours. The locations they were going to weren't far away from each other. Like I can walk that shit in 15 minutes. But you are a 26 year old like fit man. These Thank are, you so much for calling me fit. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> anyway, the long and the short of this, this is all a elaborate reveal mm. for her to reveal that this, they are going on a trip to Amsterdam. Kyle is shocked. Kyle's like, wait, really? Wait, wait, you're really taking I guess it? they didn't tell him this time because Kyle looks <laughs> legitimately floored. She's like, we're, go- we're going to Amsterdam? I've, like, never been there. I've never going? been there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guess not. So Kyle's decided to go smoke the weed. <laughs> Uh, Kyle's a big toker. Yeah. So before they get into the... Pl- so they don't go immediately to Amsterdam. Where do they go for that benefit with David Foster? Oh, it was... That's a good question. I want to say Geneva. <laughs> yeah, I actually think you're right. Is it? I, I think you're I right. Just want, I'm just throwing that out Because they take a private plane to wherever it is. Yeah. I missed it. And then immediately afterward, I was like, I oh, I'm, I'm, I'm I think done. you're right. I th- think it's Geneva. Yeah. Well, okay. don't quote me on this. Because the they fly commercial for the second half yeah. of the flight, but they fly private to the first half. Let's talk about that flight. Well, okay. So before that first private flight happens, mm-hmm. we get a scene where Brandy has told Kim about her meeting with Rinna. Yes. And Kim is pissed. So yes, then yeah. the fight happens. Yeah. So basically they're on... The plane. They're on their private plane getting ready. Baby face is on the plane, too. Never forget. He's in the back. Because like, he's going to the thing yeah, with Because he's going to David Foster's event or whatever it is. And let's just be clear. Brandy tells Kim, but she is so uh, good at just pick, cherry-picking the information that she's giving Kim, making it look like she had nothing to do with it the conversation. Yeah. Did not have any input. It's so... It's so meant to fuel the flame under Kim, who's yes. already a little bit volatile right now. Yes. Um, well, yeah. So Rena basically apo- goes to apologize mm-hmm. to Kim for what was said, and Kim is like, "No, they're done. They're, we're not talking about this." It looks we're like done. it looks like something happened, and then they got then they got the cameras out. Like they, they something happened yes. before to, yes. s- to trigger them turning on the cameras. It had very strong. Um, uh, dinner party from hell energy yes. where you see a couple shots where like the sound isn't quite right yeah. or whatever because we know now that apparently they had like almost taken yeah. down cameras and then like went back mm-hmm. up when shit started happening yeah because like Rinna's not mic'd clearly no, for no yeah because they have like the yeah. subtitles and stuff it doesn't underneath. seem like anyone was yes. mic'd it's it's very very odd Armin thinks that they're going to Toronto, Canada. <laughs> Me. They're going to Geneva. <laughs> Geneva. See, I was like, yeah, Geneva. It's the Geneva right. convention that David Foster is hosting. <laughs> yeah. With Babyface and Steven. <laughs> Steven Tyler. Tyler. Sounds about right, too. <laughs> but yeah, so their fight on the plane is just like deeply uncomfortable. It's uh-huh. stressful. And I I mean, you can see Yolanda like looking at Babyface being like, I'm so sorry yeah. for like what's going down. And I think. I'm so think, disappointed in their choices. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rena is completely valid in apologizing and being like upfront, being like, you know what, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Kim is clear, clearly defensive on edge. Claire, Kim's pissed. And I know yeah. she's mad. I don't blame her because like, I think a lot of Rinna's behavior in the back half of the season actually weirdly kind of confirms what Kim was saying, which yeah. is like that Rinna's too involved. Right. And, and she says, Rinna drop it. And Rinna agrees to drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not. She does not drop it. <laughs> 
Now, at the same time I say this, I think Kim is in the right when it comes to Rena on this point, but Kim is also just clearly deranged at this point because mm-hmm. as soon as they get off the plane in Amsterdam, she's like n- being really negative at Kyle because Kyle lost her bag for a mm-hmm. bit, which does, did not seem like Kyle's yeah. fault. She's like, every time I'm late, you say things about me, but the one time you're late and it's like, Kyle's, Kyle's thrown off her game immediately. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of stuff that happened, maybe even off camera, between Brandy and Kim. And this is another reason I, I think we already mentioned, like, w- this relationship is very toxic between these two because Brandy, instead of being, um, you know, supportive and, like, letting them have their own relationship and getting dealing with their own relationship on their own is putting herself in the middle of it and yes. twisting things and kind of chirping at Kyle or at Kim and saying that this person said this and this person said this and look at what she's doing now and look at how she's treating you here and look at how much better I am. And you know, again, later in the, in the, um, in, in the reunion, Lisa Vanderpump says that she's done this kind of stuff. Like I'm such a good friend to you, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But Kyle's a shitty sister, like all these kind of things where it's like, you can tell that Brandy is in people's, in Kim's especially ear, making sure she understands that Kyle's bad. Right. Calgary, Canada was where the, Calgary, thank you. I'm still sticking by what I know. (laughs) Geneva's a place in Canada, Okay. You know what? Sometimes I just throw facts out there that aren't facts. Hey, I bought it. I I mean, we remember the sex boy. Oh, there's 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 another there's another um, sex boy. There's a new Uh-oh. sex boy this episode. <laughs> it's right. not a sex boy. All right, let's All right. get into it. Um, so yeah, so uh, Rina, so so we're in Amsterdam now. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're at their first dinner, literally the first. Oh my god, dinner first night. Um, and Yolanda decides it's a great fucking idea <laughs> <laughs> to have everybody go around the circle in this very volatile group of people. At this point, Eileen and LVP have joined them on this trip. Yes. Um, oh, besides with this very volatile group to be like, let's all say something that's important to us. Um, like a no, but like a deep dark secret wanna, that we I can wanna all share I want to share something together. with you guys that connects us on a deeper level. Yeah. And so Rina brings up her sister dying because Rina can't leave well enough. Fuck alone. Oh, yeah. And says, it connects her to why she's so, so passionate. So she like gives this like non-apology where yeah. she's like, if that's why I've been yeah. too much in your business, I apologize. And Kim rightfully gets pissed that once again, Rinna has brought up the thing that she said she would drop. Even if she's framing it in terms of, I'm apologizing to you. What she's doing is she's connecting. My sister died of an overdose with your sobriety, mm. which is undoubtedly going to be a negative thing. I think it's shitty of Rena to do that. Yes. Oh, agreed. Yeah. I think it's it's way off base. I can't say it condones what comes next, mm. but if I was Kim and we had just had that conversation on the plane and then Rena did this, I'd be I think where she immediately goes, "Well, you have been in my business and I told you to drop it." I think that reaction is 100% valid. And yeah. I'll say this. Again, I don't really condone what comes next, but if I had Rena coming at me with Eileen also backing her up as viciously as Eileen does in a lot of this, I get real. I'd feel cornered really quickly because like Brandy's not helpful. No, yeah, Brandy's sitting there not saying yeah. anything. It's really two against one, and Rena and Eileen are really like out of bounds, right? For a lot of this, honestly, like when I f- when I first remembered this, I remember being on Rena's side. And when I watch it again, the way that Rinna drags on her explanation to Kim and doesn't really just say, look, this is what happened. This is why I've probably been meddling and I'm sorry about that. And then boom, moves it on. Yeah. If she'd immediately said, yeah, I'm too sensitive about this stuff. Yeah. And I it, was it, meddling. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done it. It's yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. It's done. No one has a problem. But you move she, on to the next She was table. trying to monologue. Yeah, she was. And <laughs> she was trying to probably drag it on more and like explain to Kim and get a reaction probably at the end of the day from Kim. Right. And so what, what it is. Well, she sure did that. Yeah. And Whoa. it's, and it's brilliant because it does to like, you know, on the surface, Oh, well I was apologizing to yeah. her and then mm-hmm. she lost her mind at me. But when you dive in, it's like it's no it's she not kind of was like it's not what you said it's like, the way you said it kind of thing she's yeah. like 
basically she's like, I'm equating your problem to you're close to death. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and that gets and she does that later. again. Yeah. She does it for years. Yeah. yeah. It's basically like, I see you and I see my sister dying mm-hmm. is I think, exactly what I she's think saying. Kim Richards's behavior is deeply inappropriate. I also think Rinna is largely responsible for the issues between mm-hmm. them that go on for years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I think both of those things can be true. I think I can say that Kim Richards is an asshole <laughs> and Rinna's yes. largely at fault. Yeah. Because if you provoke an asshole, there's no one to blame but yourself. You poked the damn bear. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, not sa- I'm not saying what Kim did to her was valid, and yeah. I, d- I hold Kim accountable for that. I am really critical of Kim Richards, but rewatching this, I was uh-huh. pretty shocked at how how obviously Rena is trying to manipulate the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kim accuses Rena and Eileen of stirring up shit. Uh, I, uh, Eileen gets involved. And like, it's like, don't point your finger at me, Kim. <laughs> like, just the tone is really nasty immediately. Yeah. She says, Kim says that the other women would have come to her if they were worried because those are her longer relationships. Mm-hmm. From Kim's perspective, that's not a dumb thing to say. Unfortunately, she's sort of contradicted by the facts because the other women were worried about her yeah. and they weren't coming to her because they were scared of her. Yeah. And Rinna says that a lot. She's like, why are we all scared of Kim Richards? And mm-hmm. and I guess Rinna decides she's going to be the Kim Slayer. <laughs> she's like, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. Things escalate real quickly. Uh, Kim brings up Rinna's home life and husband. Let's talk about the husband. Let's not talk about what you don't want out. Mm. Um, Eileen tries to intercept, which leads to one of the all time great, interactions every time i see this or hear this i'm i immediately think of you because you always say this because i do (laughs) i've had enough of i've had enough of you you beast 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 how dare you (laughs) she's so soap operatic as she says it's It's, great everything she gives us in this scene is out of a soap opera i'm telling you i think she was like i'm filming a soap opera yeah all the situations play out right in front of her she's had scripts before she just has to plug in old you know, phrases and like memorized lines from the past. The like, one, the one that like kills me. I don't know why I love this one so much. Just like Kim is like, I don't, I don't like you. I I don't like anything about you. Yeah. And she's like, I guess what? I don't particularly like you either. I can't find one damn thing to like about you right now in the moment. Like right now in the moment, just seems <laughs> it's seems so such weird. Good dialogue. I love <laughs> it. Right now in this right moment. Right now in the right moment. moment. I'm like, Under get out. Good night. Yep. Enough. Um, then Kim just straight up turns on Kyle mm-hmm. and it's like, why aren't you defending me? Um, is Kathy, Kathy God? <laughs> Kathy would have my back like a real sister. <laughs> Kathy. Um, Kathy God? Kathy God. And then uh, at this point, Rena's fully off, or uh, Kyle, Kim's fully off the chain and mm-hmm. her behavior is yeah. abhorrent. She s- tells Rena, why don't you have a piece of bread and then we'll talk. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And then she, when, when she says, let's talk about the husband to Rena, Rena, loses oh, yeah. it. I don't know how much is real in this moment because like Rinna goes off. I almost feel, okay, I'm, I'm going to be real now that you say this. It does look like this is a very choreographed stunt. Yep. Like she like rises up out mm-hmm. of her chair, tries to choke, mm-hmm. tries to grab Kim by the, we've never seen behavior like that no. from Rinna at any other point. No, no, no. And like, Andy sort of brings it up in the reunion. Is like, is there something that you think about your husband that she was talking about? And obviously we find out that Kim had no, had nothing on the husband, had nothing on Mr. Harry Hamlin. Well, apparently she just didn't want to talk about it. There is like, there is rumblings on the internet. Is it about an affair or what is it? It's, it's infidelity and abuse. Yeah. Um, so basically there was an actress, Julianne Phillips, that was on a show with Harry Hamlin during the nineties while he was with Rena. Um, he was dating both women at the same time and, Rena found out about it and came and verbally attacked Julianne. Um, and then it was said that Harry Hamlin also abused her to kind of keep her quiet about the situation. Mm-hmm. She's never worked again in Hollywood. She kind of disappeared from the scene. There was a blind item in the past about a singer of a famous rock star. She used to be married to Bruce Springsteen. So there, all the pieces basically show that Hamlin had an affair with Julianne Phillips, abused her. Rena came in verbally allegedly. attacked her. Allegedly. allegedly. This is all alleged. Rena came in, verbally attacked her, said you're never going to work in this town again, and iced her out. Now, this is not true because Julian Phillips has since hung out with the Hamlins and Lisa Rena, and they did videos together on Instagram. It doesn't mean it's Julian's not true. been tweeting about it. It would Rena's be, un- been tweeting it would about be it. weird. Yeah. 
It would be weird if they weren't, if they had this like, that's history. A pretty, it's, yeah, it's a that's pretty big true. thing. Uh, that would have taken millions of dollars to pay somebody off like that. <laughs> so that's what, the, that's what the whole Hamlin story is. Now there's an even deeper, darker blind item, and this is completely, oh completely <laughs> alleged. Sit down, people. What Eddie's about to say does not represent the views of the Butterfly It Butter does not Network. represent the views of the <laughs> You know me. You know me and my conspiracy theories. I'm always like picking up on that weird shit that you'll find online when people are like deep dive talking about this the sex boy. stuff. The sex boy in Beverly Hills. There's always some darker truths to Beverly Hills. Hollywood is a very dark place. Um, so the blind item is, is that around the time Kim Richards was a child star, um, there was a, bu- a lot of abuse going on in Hollywood and she was abused and murdered the man that was molesting her. Because there is, there, there is a blind item about a child star that murdered someone, and people are saying it's Kim Richards, and that things match up with the story and all that. And they okay. said that is why Lisa was so ups- or Kim was so upset at Lisa, because Kim was an actress in the 90s. She was around that whole world. She was with those people. She probably heard about this Julian Phillips thing, thought it was real, and was so triggered by her own abuse as a child and that dark murder of, you know, the man that was abusing her, that that's why she was against Hamlin and Rennes so inherently, because they were part of that abuse, that cycle of abuse in Hollywood. Because they both was were both, you know, the attacker and the defender of the attacker, even though they were on the wrong side of the story. Even though all the story is alleged and none of it could be based in truth, but I thought it was fun. <laughs> Oh, Thank murder, you. murder in Hollywood. You know me. <laughs> I'm Holly Shook. Anyway, thanks for letting me rant about my uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> the, the end of Eddie's rant. The long and the short of it is whether she was playing it up or not, <laughs> Rena has a very dramatic reaction to things. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like there's something that maybe Rena was worried about or she just didn't like the idea that he he was being brought up at all. He probably had a past with a man or something or like a hookup. And oh she my was God. A- <laughs> I'm just throwing that allegation out there. He Again. So out of nowhere. I mean, she's like, oh, Harry's playing a gay character again. You know, I um, guess that's who he is. That was wild. Where they were just like, well, I guess so. Um, so just yeah. Saying. So in addition to trying to choke Kim, she, Rina also throws a wine glass, not mm. just the wine, the full wine glass, assault and battery, bitch. Um, <laughs> Kyle go to jail for that. Kyle sprints out of the restaurant I've never in a seen ca- it. in a cape, <laughs> twirling. Yeah, she's like gone with the wind. Then <laughs> yeah. finally comes back in where Kim is like, "Why haven't you been defending me?" And she says, "You haven't been defending me, but your behavior is indefensible." <laughs> Which is one of my favorite gifs to use. Um, yeah, and then back at the back at the hotel because at this point Yolanda and Brandy are still with Kim at the restaurant, and all the others have gone back to the hotel. Back at the hotel, LV, LVP actually diagnoses Kim. Cosplay pretty well. She feels deeply responsible for Kim's behavior, but she increasingly feels like she can't defend her, and it's like a catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Brandy and Yolanda are like sort of comforting Kim, but like Yolanda's over it. Yeah, like Yolanda's Yolanda, like beyond. Yeah, Brandy's more empathetic and is like really mad at Rina for throwing the wine glass, which mm-hmm. feels like a bad position on Brandy's part. <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the day, Kim. Kim was the one who crossed the line was like doing baseless allegations. This like. is the thing about Brandy that is so irritating to me is like, imagine that Brandy was in that position. She would have done almost exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. She, uh, Rina, it, by her rules, by Brandy's rules, which is another spinoff that we could, we could work on, um, is B- B- Lisa was responding to someone. You come for Rina, she's going to, fight back exactly. which is what she did yes so if you want to say that you can do that but then say it's not okay for rinna to do that that's bullshit exactly right. it's and it's that's where okay when I again brandy loses her position of being right because she has these stupid opinions that she calls people hypocrites but then is a hypocrite herself but i think this even goes back to the hypocrisy thing because she sees that rinna started this and she mm-hmm. knows that Kim is going to have to take the heat for it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why she fixates on the wine glass thing is it's sort of like to argue that Rinna started it is like a little too nuanced, right. but like she can point to the wine glasses and be like, this was a clear escalation. Mm-hmm. She wants Rinna to be held to the same standard as Kim and by extension Brandy are. Um, it's just not ever going to be the winning argument. Yeah. You know? Um, anyway, Rinna ends the night declaring that she never wants to talk to Kim Richards ever again. <laughs> Cut and, to next morning. And then they talk the next morning. Uh, I'll say this. 
on a like strategy level, Kim <laughs> handles the discussion remarkably well. It's LVP, like it's, it's Vander, like some big brother, like it's I'm... Vanderpumpian. She literally gets Rinna to be the one who apologizes more. <laughs> Rinna like fully abandons Eileen to just have the piece of this re- uh, resolution. <laughs> Eileen's upset about it. Eileen's pissed. Eileen's like, we should have been there for that conversation, and it's like, well, Kim showed up uninvited to Rinna's room. Eileen's like, you should have had my back. Yeah. That's that's true. I mean, I get where Rinna was maybe trying to just like diffuse the situation just yep. so that there was not drama throughout the day. And I think that's why she was apologetic. But at the same time, she really threw her friends on the bus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we get more uh, hypocrisy talk because they go to a pot cafe. Um, <laughs> Kyle pretends she doesn't know anything about pot. She doesn't know how to roll it or whatever. <laughs> she doesn't just, know how to roll it or whatever. Brandy's just like, well, the last time I smoked pot was with you, <laughs> which I think is kind of a serve, honestly. Yes. Like, because because at this point we've got Kyle trying to play a character, and I hate. I'll critique LVP mm-hmm. till the cows come home for self-producing. I will critique Kyle for who I like a lot more for mm-hmm. the same thing. Like, I hate when she's sort of like, "Oh, you know, who knows?" Like, I'm I'm yeah. a I'm a small girl in this big city in Beverly Hills. It's who you know. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Actually, that's LVPs. It's in Beverly Hills. I can spot a fake, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she like she's clearly trying to sort of like play the young ingenue here. Mm-hmm. And Brandy's like, just admit that you smoke pot. Yeah. We know that he smoked pot. Mauricio was blazed out of his mind oh season God. nine when he came to that dinner in Hawaii. And sure he was, was like, did not know who fucking was getting married. <laughs> he's like, what are we here for? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and it's like I guess this was before it had become recreationally legal. Yeah. But at the same time, like. Their boss talks about how Andy Cohen talks about yeah. how much he loves. He pot. literally says on the thing, he's like, "Well, I love it at yeah. the reunion." Yeah, which I, I I kind of get where Kyle's coming from because she has like daughters who are in college and like you know they're going and on. She doesn't want to set a bad example and be like, "If I can do this, someone else." But at the end of the day, but at the same time, like, why can't her kids smoke? Like, yeah, the, no, like, I, I yeah, mean, I think they can. But what I'm saying is, like, in this time, it was still you know not recreational. There was it's like this very heavily federally regulated. Like if you didn't have like a medical card, you could still get in a lot of trouble. But, but yeah, I they're ge- in Amsterdam. But I guess mm. I guess what I would have loved to see, and Eileen uses the same excuse, and uh, uh, Brandy uses the same excuse. I wish they could have said to their kids, like, listen, I went to Amsterdam, I tried some pot cake because it's a fe- it's it's yeah. a regulated thing there. If that were to ever be the case here, we could have a conversation about like yeah. how much you wanted to experiment with pot. But in this moment. I did it because it was where I was at I'm this moment. Yeah. It's part yeah. of the culture. Yeah. For you, you can't yeah. do that. And I don't think me doing it on television should be seen as... An okay for you to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's part of Kyle's kind of like parenting in general, where it's kind of like where she's not like, let's have these conversations. She's like kind of lead by example, which kind of goes back to this season nine where she's talking about her eating disorder. And she's like, I mm-hmm. had this, but I never talked about it with my daughters because I did not want them to have that in their minds. Mm-hmm. She's kind of more of let's not have these deep conversations, which roots back to Kim right. and it the way they were raised. Completely. It's she's like constant. She's like, I'm just going to lead by example, whatever that character is that she's playing. Mm-hmm. Very it's, Madeline from big little lies. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just deeply unrealistic in a world where kids have access to the internet on their phones at all yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, everyone has an iPhone. Yeah. Right. Um, you can get, we deliver. Yeah. <laughs> Just text um, it. <laughs> Ease. LVP, who has had most of the space cake at this point, uh, <laughs> sort of wags her finger at Brandy, saying she can't say things like calling... Kyle out for smoking mm-hmm. and Brandy fully throws a tantrum she's just oh, like you guys are all hypocrites she's screaming on the streets of Amsterdam <laughs> and like on the one hand like yeah she's dramatic on the other hand like I get it like she's hounded by these women for her drinking and then the second she's like well you smoke a little pot they're like this is unacceptable to say and it's just like she's held to a different standard than they are because they they are older they don't see her as worthy of equity in that way and her point is, we're all housewives on the same show. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you treat me like you do all your other friends? Why do you treat me like I'm the redheaded stepchild? I think this is kind of what we're seeing with Tinsley now, too, in New York. Yes, where she's yeah. kind of like the outlier because she's so young. And these other women are like, well, mm-hmm. you're just going to sit over here at the kids' table and you're going to do this. And you have to be like yeah. this. And we're going to go harder on you. But, you know, potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so we get a little bit of a flash of the future when Yolanda wakes up drained the next morning mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. Uh, that's the beginning of the Lyme disease plot that we continue in season six, and we see a little bit more of Munchausen. During what? What Munchausen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what means Munchausen? Um, but she does get it together for a boat-bound dinner. Which okay, all right. This is the thing I will say. I don't go on booze cruises. I don't go on any kind of cruise. I, I, I don't go on anything where for any period of time from a couple hours to days, I will be stuck somewhere. Because if you decide you're not having a fun time, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to be stuck. Like, I don't want to be on that cruise with a bunch of people like, hey. Okay, we are two of entirely different breeds. Because I would, I, I threw, don't think anybody who listened to our Vanderpump Rules episode would be shocked by that. I threw two booze cruises in Cabo. I love them. I love being on boats trapped with other people who might or may not hate me. Murder <laughs> mystery, who killed me? Everyone. <laughs> oh my dude. Um, it was Bonnie. It was Bonnie. <laughs> Big little eyes. We're talking about a lot of BLL. Yeah, uh, BLL VP. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> all of the other women are sort of committed to faking it on this boat dinner because they probably realize that they're stuck on a boat and don't want mm-hmm. drama. But Kyle cannot fake it. She like has to leave the table. She's so over it. <sighs> LVP and Yolanda come to comfort her, but that leaves Rena, Kim, Brandy, and Eileen <laughs> together, which was the worst move Kyle could have made. Because then they get into it. Eileen really goes off at Brandy at this point. Is like yeah. throughout our entire friendship, you guys, you've been incredibly mean to me. Brandy actually acquiesces and admits that's right and apologizes for that. Um, Kim goes after Eileen for getting involved with about her sobriety, but she won't listen to Eileen's apology. Mm-hmm. Eileen really does. She's like, if I did that, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And she, she she does something I really appreciate. She starts to sort of do like the if you took it that way, I apologize, apology. But then she shifts to like, yeah. no, I probably did do that. I'm really yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. and I appreciate her doing that. Um, but then. Brandy tries to lighten up the situation by saying sort of like all the exaggerated things that, and I could see what she was trying to do there, right? She was mm-hmm. sort of like trying to be like, you know, here's all the labels that somebody could throw at us. Like LVP slept with half of Los Angeles. Um, I'm an alcoholic. Eileen's a homewrecker, but hey. Eileen is not in the mood. Eileen's like, no, right? Yeah, because at this point, Eileen and Brandy have also at this already had sort of an uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. about the fact that. Eileen was married. Eileen and her husband were both married um, when they got together. Um, And so Eileen really rejects that label. Brandy, you can tell is just like, God damn it. Like she, like she knows she's fucked up at this point. (laughs) She's She's like, like, shit. Yeah. Um, Yolanda just gets sick of it and goes to eat (laughs) by herself. Yolanda's like, I'm on this nice boat. If not, everyone can enjoy this the same way as me. I'm just going to enjoy myself. (laughs) Yep. And then Kyle and Brandy get into it, coming to the conclusion that they just might never be friends, which, Mm. It's probably a healthy thing to do, you know? Like, just say, yeah, no. It's, it's not going to work for us. It, I mean, honestly, that's fair. I think right. that's what they should have done a right. long time ago. Since the day one. Right. But there's one more friend that Brandy has to lose on this boat. <laughs> because at this point, Brandy and LVP have hit a point where they're not close, but they're able to, you know, interact a little bit better. Um, but in, the moment. Try, in trying to be sort of drunkenly playful... Brandy playfully slaps LVP. Uh, And LVP, LVP, I'll give LVP credit on this point. She says repeatedly she does not want to overplay the slap. She says it to Kyle. She says it to Ken. She says it in her confessional. But she says that she was taken off guard. Mm -hmm. She literally right after, she's like, nope, nope, we don't do that. She's like, "Uh, it's not called for. Right. Um, (laughs) She compares it to when Eileen had the wine thrown in her face that it was like, was it that awful an act? No. Was it just sort of uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but I'll say this too. Next time she sees Brandy, which is at the mar- flower market or whatever the next day, she is holding it over oh, Brandy's head. Oh, yeah. Honestly, the worst thing she could have done if if she wanted to have any leverage was do this. Because yep. now you all the work that you had done trying to make up for it to begin with is gone. And now you're just back where you began. Lower than where you began. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anyway, so yeah, so um, we get we get a little bit more in the finale in which uh, Brandy's dad winds up in the hospital, unfortunately. He's okay now, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's even okay by the reunion, luckily. Um, but Brandy is not in the state to be at, a, at an event with people no. she does not like. Mm-mm. She goes off on LVP for not calling her. LVP insists they don't really have that kind of relationship anymore and uses this slap as a reason why they didn't. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, sort of like 
she can either have her cake or her two on this one. Like, was the slap mm. not a big deal, yeah. or was it something that like was worth not calling her yeah. friend, her former friend, to talk about that friend's dad going to the hospital? Right. A man she's met, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brandy just takes it really, really personally, and I, I, you know, I've been in a place where my dad died. Like, I get, you know, that you get a little irrational about that stuff. I, I don't blame her in that regard. But it seems like once again, as she was at the beginning of the season, where she was sort of really desperate to try and get LVP, it just feels like she couldn't recognize that the dynamic with LVP had been forever changed Mm -hmm. and was desperate to like gain some semblance of it back. Like if LVP had called, like maybe that would be the friendship that they needed to have again. You know, like it was like, no, you're it's over. Yeah. It's never going to be the way it was. Right. But just because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. And if I think it over, maybe (laughs) you'll be coming over again. Oh my gosh. Katy Perry. Song of the summer, download (laughs) stream. Never really over by Katy Perry. So, I think that's going to end our part two of mm. our Housewives history. Yeah. Next episode is part three, the end of it all. We are going to be talking the Palm Springs trip between Kyle and Kim, and we are going <laughs> to, which is a whole beast of its own. Beast. And beast. we also are going to be talking about the reunion, which was probably one of the best Beverly Hills reunions mm-hmm. because it is such a moment. But so, also the most stressful. Very it's stressful. Very stressful. Split so, screen. If you guys don't want to miss a single more episode of that we have that does not make sense at all but if you guys if you guys don't want to miss part three of our housewives history make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening whether that's soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes or spotify and we'll be back next time my drag name is google play music (laughs) Music. bye bye